options, choices, and we get up and down. If you ain't no goddamn any mini money more, let's get it. Let's go. If you ain't no any mini money more, let's go. And we live. Ladies and gentlemen, you already know what it is. It's your boy down here in the basement with my boys. We got Simon over there. Hello there. We got Ricky the soundboard guy. The one and only. Last but not least, you got me. My name is Anthony. For today, we will be... Asking how everybody is. Yep. How are you guys? You just went for it. (laughs) I'm good, man. You know, another week. Another day, another dollar. There we go. If you see me, holla. Ricky, you you're like, I gotta wait. Oh. I had to wait for that. You're you're the rise and grind guy, dude. I need to tell you. So if you guys aren't you guys aren't out there, you guys aren't laced up. You guys got to be following us, man. Like like this guy has motivated me to wake up early and get to the gym and start to rise and grind. And like me personally, I started going to the gym five a.m. just recently on Monday. And I feel the best I've ever felt in my life. It's cool, right? It is. So I need everybody to rise and grind. You know what? Like, we need to start doing it, man. Hey, I feel like your ending has to match your beginning. If you want to get a good night's sleep, you have to have a good day's wake. Mm, mm. Very good point. Gems. I, I never saw it like that. Hmm. The way I see it is always just about productivity. Yeah. Um, for the past, I want to say like year and a half maybe two years i've been consistently going to the gym at a five o'clock in the morning waking up at four thirty in the gym at five lifting you know running running this game shit shit but uh it's yeah to me it's all about productivity so i do it because i needed extra times and i needed extra hours in the day you know everybody always says you have the same 24 hours right and I said, you know what, you're right, and I'm not using it correctly because before I would go to the gym after work, and while it was cool because I would, you know, avoid traffic. If you don't know, this Bay Area traffic is horrendous. I mean, straight booty. I am in traffic for an hour and ten minutes only on a fifteen mile, Damn. you know, trip. Yeah, so for sure, it's ridiculous, honestly. And uh, before it would be easy, you know, just go to the gym do my thing but then i'd get home i'd only be at home for about what maybe like three hours and you know that to me that's not enough productivity time so once i started going to the gym in the morning all of a sudden from once i get out at five till once i go to bed at you know try to go to bed like before 11 so i have all that time now and i make the most out of it i feel it i feel it man no honestly like Going to the gym early has like changed, like you know, like you know when you have to dread doing something, like you you need and you want to do it, but you fucking dread it. Like yeah. when you do that dreadful thing first, everything is is easy, easy. Exactly. You know what I mean? like, because you get through the first challenge of the day. That's what I'm saying. The bro. first challenge of the day is just waking up, and if you force yourself to even go beyond that, you're already winning, bro. That's what I'm saying. You bro. wake up winning just by getting your ass out of bed, going to the gym, running a mile lifting some weights even for even if it's half an hour even if you just go and shoot some hoops like i heard you were doing you know shit like, my shot is on point boy shoot your shot boy hey, shoot your shot all time. he and, said boy <laughs> <laughs> hey shoot your shot boy <laughs> Nah, that's what's up dude honestly i fuck with it i'm thanking you and i'm hoping that everybody else can start to you know thank us because rise and grind man y'all gotta get on that wave if you're not on it anthony yeah. How you doing? I hear you. How you feeling? Uh, I feel good. Yeah. This month so far, I've also been hitting the gym. So we're, we're getting it back into the consistent basis. It does feel good, I must say. Mm-hmm. So, you know, new year, um, new goals. I feel like. Same me, you know? Hey, okay. Shit. But yeah, everything's good. Can't complain. Um, better now than I was yesterday, but I'm sure I'll be even better tomorrow. That's what I'm talking about, bro. Shit. Jeez. Dropping Why? gems real early for you guys. Yeah, wise words already, Anthony? Slow yeah. it down. Slow it down, dude. All right, all right. So, it's been a fucking eventful... It's been a pretty eventful week. You're right. A lot has happened this week. I feel like we're in the middle of January, but it feels like we're in the middle of the year already. Really? Just because I feel like 
I, I don't know about you guys, but work's been popping off for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and just the world, just, just yeah, just the world with whatever is going on. Like, yeah, you're constantly just trying to see like, okay, damn, the whole Iran thing happened. Like, what's going on with that? Then something new comes out, like world news. Um, for example, off the top of my head, just got, kind of going off the docket, but you know, this whole like, uh, Prince Harry and. And his wife, who's Meg. Meg. Prince Harry's a real one. I'm just going to go ahead and flat out say that. Like, I think he's a real one. She's the one. So (laughs) the Megxit is what they're calling it online. Pretty much exit because of Megan, if you don't get it. But (laughs) Um, he's a real one, dude. Honestly, bro, you got to take care of your queen. The queen is the most important piece in the chess game, you know? Mm -hmm. Shit. Do you know exactly what's going on? Well, he just opted out. Of the royal family, he's saying, "Hey, um, I'm not. I don't want to be royalty anymore. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna go with my wife and go to be a, a, a reg- good guy. regular guy. <laughs> I'm gonna work for what I want. Yeah, it's basically what he said. Huh? And then I think they're going to America. Like they're coming here or Canada. I don't know. I don't know. I don't follow them. But they're royalty. How long? And they're giving that up." Until they have a reality show, uh, um, three months. Some, as a matter of fact, I don't know if you guys know, but Meghan Markle started w- with TV. I don't know if they want to keep that. I think they want to do more philanthropy things. Philanthropy. I can't, I, yeah, <laughs> I can't say much for them or anything. What? I feel it. Is, um, that, is that wrong? It's philanthropy. I think philanthropy. <laughs> philanthropy. Yeah. You said philanthropy. Yeah, you said philanthropy for oh, sure. Oh, my bad. <laughs> you good though, brother. It's okay. You are all good. I love you no matter what, Anthony. It's a it's a second language. <laughs> <laughs> for real. Sometimes I feel my like Mexican accent come out too. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't ever have my African accent pop out. Nah. Nah. Because I, I honestly like I understand my language, but I don't really like like speak it mm. so so you don't think in your language honestly when my mom's talking and I th- i'm trying to think what she's gonna say i think in her language in mm. our language <laughs> look at me in our language hmm. so mm. but like whenever i'm talking to somebody else like no i'm just i'm just black simon what about you ricky do you <laughs> <laughs> do you um think in spanish or english <laughs> Both. Really? Yeah. Do you really? Yeah. Like, is it like when somebody says something you don't want to say, like, por qué? Or is it like more of just like, you know? Yeah, it's, yeah sometimes, like, certain reactions sometimes get, uh, like, different thoughts, you know? Like, if I do something stupid, I'm, I, like, just think, like, pendejo, you know? Like, oh, okay. Like, you know, or, 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 but, you know, sometimes in English it's, it, it's like, that's what I'm accustomed to thinking, like, right away, but... Usually when I'm talking to my people, uh, whether it be family or, you know, people at work that I see, you know, I try to speak Spanish to as much people as I can because I want to talk Spanish as much as I can so I can still retain that, you know. So, you know, most of the time it's kitchen staff. But how do you think to yourself? Um, Sometimes I talk to myself in Spanish. Actually, very interesting. Every morning when I work out, after my workouts, I stretch out and then I pray for five minutes. And my prayers are always in Spanish. Hmm. Well, I feel like that's more of like, you know, does, your mom taught you to pray in Spanish, right? Yeah, exactly. And we used to go to Spanish church. I feel it. You know what was weird? I used, When I was a kid in the Philippines, I used to pray in both Tagalog and English. So like in the same prayer? Yeah, just in case Can Jesus you... didn't understand it in Tagalog. <laughs> Can we get a sample or not? <laughs> no, I'm just playing. No, hey, that's real as fuck, dude. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was like, you know. I don't know what he speaks. Exactly. How does he know? How does he know? Right? Sheesh. <laughs> That's hella funny. <laughs> I'd like to think that Jesus knows all languages. I think that, yeah, I don't think he speaks a language. I think he just speaks your mind. Yeah. You know, if you're religious, if not, then, you know, hey, Satan speaks in your mind, whatever the fuck you, you know, is your cup of tea. But, um, yeah, I don't know. That's pretty, uh, that's pretty solid of you, though. You know what? I'm pretty sure he appreciates that. For real. Well, two for one. <laughs> two options. For one. <laughs> Choices. He got options. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, some, some thoughts are in Spanish in my native tongue. Some are, you know, a lot of them are in English because that's what I use most nowadays. But 
What do you guys feel about like um like cussing, like using like 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 cuss words? I say it as a joke sometimes. I don't really mean it when I cuss. See, that's what I like about Anthony's. Like he doesn't cuss, but when he does, it's like the perfect moment. Really? Like honestly, like, I've never heard hilarious. you cuss. Hilarious. It'll be hilarious. Like he'll just be like, "What the fuck?" Like and, it, <laughs> and it'll just be like, since he never does that, you like notice it. And you're just like, that's hella funny. Now that I think about joke. it, like, I don't think I, I hear you ever c- curse. Ever. No, not really. Well, well I mean, like, I sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I know there's, like, two sides to cursing. They're like, okay, well, if you curse a lot, that means that you're... Exp- your um, vocabulary isn't expanded enough to be able to, you know, vocalize how you feel with real words. But honestly, <laughs> I feel the opposite. I feel like, like when you cuss, it's like the most purest form of what you feel. When you stub your toe, oh my God, that hurt. Mm. Fuck. Mm. <laughs> that, it literally <laughs> answers one that word. whole thing with Ex- one syllable. And I feel Fuck. like with like with, with curse words, obviously there's a time and place for them, but I don't think you're stupid if you cuss a lot. How about at work? I don't think there's room to cut. You know what? Honestly, I do curse at work when I'm in meetings. Not so there's I feel like there's there's <laughs> there's certain curse words that are okay and there's certain curse words that aren't. Like there's no reason to for you to say like in a meeting fuck. <laughs> but like you know what I mean? Like I I don't see like there's way way other words you can use before you get to that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like when you're talking about like you know a presentation like you know we're doing shit, guys. Like, that sends a different message mm-hmm. than, hey, guys, we're not doing so well. We're not meeting our standards. You guys, we're doing shit. I need you, everybody to get together and let's get on this common goal. Like, when you say it like that, it just brings more, like, oomph. You know what I mean? Hmm. No? Do you think it could be a little bit more down? Shy, too. Like- <laughs> I've, I've had leadership cuss around me and around, like, our whole team. Mm-hmm. Also, when they're trying to make a point, if it's within context, but more, but also when they're trying to make um, themselves kind of relatable, right? Rela- like, exactly. Tell exactly. me when he cussed, you didn't feel more like he's not oh, my boss. I'm hanging yeah, out like, with people. Like this guy is just being real. Exactly. Like, you know, this guy's not trying to just show face, like perform, perform. This guy's like trying to get to my level and just work. You know, <laughs> like I feel like like we all cuss, and like like I said, like maybe. Maybe there's better words to explain yourself if I'm writing a fucking book or something. But if I'm trying to show you who I really am, like, I'm going to show you, like, right now, what's the best way you can express how you feel? Like, sometimes it's just one word. Just fuck. Shit. Damn. Yeah, I will admit I do cuss at work. Like a pirate. Like a sailor. Like a fucking Arr. sailor. Arr. It's, it's, a, it's a sailor. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but I do... Um, and, you know, it's the thing is, I never try to do it in front of where I work right now. It's sometimes we have people come to our window and then we have to help them. So I never try to do it in front of them. But, you know, around my colleagues, even though it's a newer team, I still am OK doing so because I feel like that's me. But sometimes I do think to myself, what if this is unprofessional? What if this could deter me from moving up and and getting promoted because they don't think that I'm professional enough or it might send a wrong message. You know what I mean? You make a really good point. Go ahead. I want to hear what you got to say because you had something to say. Yeah. I think there should be a line drawn between you as yourself and you as a professional. Is it based off your position or is it based? Because I personally think think it's based off your position. Based on you, how you carry yourself professionally. Okay. Like, Regardless of whatever title you work, if you carry yourself professionally because you're representing yourself and your work and your, your company, um, then you should be on that line that should stay professional, you know? And like- then you being you, you know, you're going to have definitely some unprofessional side because you're mm-hmm. human. Um, but I think sometimes, I think it's important to kind of um, separate the okay. man from the professional man. My take on the whole thing is oh, like sexist of you. <laughs> and women. And women. Love you all. Woman, 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 whatever. One love. One love. Um I feel like if I'm trying to get people together and I'm trying to make people relate to me, then cussing is okay because it takes me I think what cussing does is it brings you down a level. So I think if you are a manager, your supervisor, maybe that's what your employees need to hear just you be a human sometimes 
And mm. what's the best way you can do that is just by shit. Damn. You know, like, and it just shows that you're not perfect. But if I'm an employee and I'm trying to get a position somewhere higher, I'm for sure not cussing at all. I agree with you on that. Like, if I'm looking to go some, like, no, I can't say that because I cuss at work and I'm, I'm still trying to go places too. But I don't know. I think it's a different, if it, it's different whenever you're like, you know, looking to fucking, I don't know, dude. Like, I don't know. I feel like when you're looking to kind of, go ahead. I think it's different when you're on, like, I get what you're saying, but uh-huh. my point is if you're on the clock, then it's professionalism time. But after you're on off the clock, even with my coworkers on a, on a work party or something, uh-huh. then I could get unpro- a little bit unprofessional. I guess um, it's all about matching the energy, right? Like, I mean, like, you don't know. Gray who, area? Yeah. Gray another area. fucking gray area, dude. This is the, this is the gray area. It, yeah, we should just change it to the gray area podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this For is sure. literally what it always comes down to. Yeah, you know, it's this way or that way, but. We're humans, and this is a gray area. <laughs> no, but I mean, I would actually like to know what our audience thinks in that, whether you separate, you know, the, the person from their job. Yeah. Tweet like, us. Let like, us know. Yeah. Do you guys separate the, the man or the woman from the artist? Do I separate the man or the woman from the artist? Think I, Michael Jackson, R. Kelly. Um, I've definitely had this discussion before. And right. Yeah, I think it's time we revisit this because this applies. <laughs> it always comes back to like, what's your line, you know? But I do try to separate the artist from the from their art because this guy likes to sing uh, Ignition Remix. Right. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, like That's I canceled a... R. Kelly for a bit, but as soon as I heard he was going to jail, I started bumping him again. Right. He already did his time. Now let's get back to the grind. You know, doing his time. <laughs> I can enjoy his music because he got what he deserved. And to be quite frank, R. Kelly is such a great artist. Like, he's amazing. He's oh, a, yeah. He he's he's a, he's a douche. He's a scum scumbag pedophile. He's a good artist. Though. I'll, give, I'll give him that. But like musician, yeah, his musicianship is up there for sure. I, I mess with that. Okay, I mess with that. Speaking of like kind of cussing, like I'm just gonna kind of segue just a bit. Uh-huh. Um, so, um. We know, like, honestly, you guys watch Cardi B videos, right? This, yeah. She cusses. Ow. <laughs> Ow. Whatever. I don't know how she does it. Uh, but Ow. Ow. There you go. <laughs> Dude, like, she, she cusses like a sailor. Like, she's. And but, a pirate. And a pirate. Oh, is it a pirate? Sa- pirate sailor? Pirates Same for sailors, Because right? she's got the booty. <laughs> so, um. Uh, have you guys heard what's happening with her? Like what she's trying to do in, with today? Yeah, so there's always something. What going Cardi on with her. B doing? Cardi B was like Cardi. randomly tweeting on like you know, or I think it was on Instagram. She was trying to basically go off about her wanting to run for government and kind of go into this. What government? What? Yeah. Um. So she's gonna be you know that's what she wants to do. But like we all know who she is. We all see her videos. So let me ask you, like, can you vote for somebody like her knowing how she cusses and so freely just kind of expresses herself? And, you know, can you separate her, who she is previous to her running for president? If she does whatever, not even president for Congress, whatever the fuck she does, like kind of same, same aspect, right? Here's what I think about that. Cause now you could say that she made it right. Did she make it? Well, she made she, she made, made it in the music right? world. She, she made it like she well, success wise. When success. it comes to culture, she's successful. She made it. Uh, she made culture the baby, yeah. Uh huh. Um, but see now, I think that any person that could come from nothing and make it to something can and does deserve to represent the people. Okay, because like they have kind of like a because they a know roadmap, you know, like how, they how know. do we how do we get from this to that, right? Exactly, and we see the progression. I, I feel that, especially if they've worked for it, you know. Okay, but like also in the music world, like what 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 any world, yeah, you can make it in the drug world and make it into and make it. Look at Jay Z. Look at I mean, nah, yeah, he he's. You know, he's open about that, but like, I mean, this kind of, this kind of like, you know, it segues to another thing for me. Like we had Kanye 2020, Hmm. we had, you know, Cardi B 2020, I guess as well. Um, Like we have these people who 
don't have these kind of government backgrounds or these you know these areas where you know they're they have expertise but they're they're trying to run for some congress some government shit so like do you think that like do you think our our people who run for that kind of like those positions need to have some type of background or something or do you think it's like more of you know like to be a doctor you need to go to school to be a doctor and then you got to you know cuz i don't want no okay doctor who thinks and, they know what they're doing right <laughs> do you think do you think that our presidents should be having you know, some type of background. I think at least some background in politics, government, and history for sure. Like, just I got an A in my history class, or like, like, like I understand. Of... Like, I wrote a thesis oh, okay. that that people do studies on. Anyways, what do you think, Ricky? Cardi B running for government. You like booty? Are you gonna vote for her? <laughs> and breasts. Well, the thing is. You shouldn't just vote for someone because of their popularity or their status. It should be um, based on their ideas. You you are voting for a congressman or woman, a congress official, so that they can represent the state pretty much. Mm-hmm. You know, aside from the House of Representatives, congressmen are the people who actually get to decide on what laws are getting passed, uh, you know. It, it's important. So the the officials who are elected should be important too, not just based on their popularity, but based on their ideologies, where they stand on certain topics. Mm-hmm. That's why we should vote for people. I feel I, it. I feel the same way about a president. You know, I, I believe I've said this before on this platform that I don't want more celebrities in office. Because I feel it. They're, they don't have any, you know, knowledge on foreign affairs. They don't have any knowledge on even... You know how a, the economy works. How you know mm-hmm. a, a government can truly you know flourish or actually like help its civilians. You know, but I don't see, know. Celebrities don't know that shit. Donald Trump doesn't know that shit, and that's why our our country's turning to shit. And it's just like you know, if we have people who actually know the law, like try to at least like encourage you know more international relationships and be good with the world and like you know try to help everybody here prosper it's that that's what makes it a better place i feel it that makes sense hey man like i said back like just recently like in order to be a doctor you have to go to school and be you know know the shit that a doctor knows exactly if you want to be a dentist if you want to be a fucking firefighter or police man you got to do the same you got to put in the time yeah. Um, I see your point. And I yeah. think we've already seen what happens when somebody who has no fucking experience with how to run something, runs something. Yes, sir. Right? So, you know what? Honestly, Cardi B, I love your music. I think you're a dope person. I think that you can motivate young women around this world to mm-hmm. know how to get from A to B or Z, you know, since that's the goal. Mm-hmm. But you ain't, gonna, you ain't getting my vote, girl. That's how it's working for me. Have you guys ever been put in a position where you had to control something? that you that you didn't really like have experience on or anything you know what do you mean clarify so, yeah yeah clarify a bit a situation where you might have had to be in charge of a of a situation that you weren't necessarily experienced in hmm. like how you know a celebrity being in office you know yeah. might, not, might not know every week ooh talk about it i feel like i get put on this podcast no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, um, no, I feel Talk like that's it. how work. <laughs> I feel like that's how it is. When you start work, you know, you're put into fire, and they just or into water, and they just expect you to swim. I agree. And then you just figure it out. I feel that's the best way to learn, though. Yeah, I exactly. feel like shit when you put yourself in a position where it's sink or swim. And I'm not trying to. I, I'm, I'm. I have actually an answer for what you asked. But, like, when you're put into a position where you sink or swim, you're going to fail or win, like, that's when you grow the most. And you know whether, hey, this is for me or this is not. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, dude, honestly, like, I used to work at, like, Best Buy. And, dude, I used to get thrown. I remember the first time I started. And, actually, you know what's crazy is that specific decision actually helped me become who I am today. Yeah. Because I was working in the gaming department. And all I knew to talk about was games. I got hired to literally sell fucking games. And my boss came up to me. He goes, hey, I need you to go sell a refrigerator. And I was like, in my, I started shitting bricks, dude. I'm like, no, this is a seasonal position for me. I'm not really, you know, I'm here to just collect some Christmas money, you know. Then he told me to go sell a refrigerator. And I was like, dude, 
in my mind, I'm like shitting bricks. I told him no. Mm. It, that didn't go really well, so I had to go sell that fridge. But can I tell you, it was the most uncomfortable situation I've ever been in. But after that point, it literally made me who I am today. Now, I'm not saying that specific moment, but like, you know, little instances where you put yourself into positions where you're not ready for them, but you just jump in and you swim. Like, dude, that's the shit that makes you or breaks you. Yeah. Depending on how you take it. I feel so, yes. like even with jobs, though, like you, 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 you kind of already have some knowledge of what to do. I mean, I don't know. I feel like you're naturally a good salesman. You know, you can talk. Yeah. You can, but you I know, didn't know that unless I let myself be a good salesman. Exactly. Because all I was there to do was just point people in the direction of where games were. True. That's all I wanted to be. And that's all I literally was ready for until that I was told to do that. Yeah. And, you know, do something that's outside of like what I, I do or I had no experience in or so, you know what, maybe maybe we need to revisit that conversation about Cardi B. Like maybe maybe this is that point where, you know, yeah, I don't saying? know about that. OK, never mind. <laughs> fuck that shit. Fuck that shit. <laughs> fuck that shit. No, no one is responsible for hell of people. I agree. I agree. I agree. I'm, you know? <laughs> I'm going to be like, skirt, skirt. How about love- you? Uh, In terms of like uncomfortable. See, that's what I'm trying to think of right now, because. I, there might have been where I, I, you know, I felt like it was hard, but not necessarily like uncomfortable, you know, yeah. like you mentioned having to go out of my comfort zone. Like, yeah, I've had to do that. You know, it's not hard, like going out and selling shit, shit you know, uh-huh. having to having to like tell people, oh, uh, I don't know. But in a way that makes it seem like, but I'll find out, you know, you know what? You That's a really fucking good point is like. Saying I don't know to an answer is literally not bad it's at not, all. Well, oh yeah, of the, but there's better ways to say it. You know, it it might be well. I don't have an answer for you right now, but if you give me a second, a day, you know, I'll find out and then I'll come back to you. True. I mean, it's not just like oh, I don't know. Peace, right. My it should G. never just be for that. sure. It's like the intent of like I don't know, but we're going to find this out together or by myself. Like that extra step is what is what makes saying i don't know okay you know what i mean like you don't always have to know you just always have to want to know Mm -hmm. damn dude i'm fucking give me a bomb please ricky damn (laughs) that was a see i feel like if you guys ever work or if you guys are familiar with working in outside sales Uh uh-huh you'll see that you put yourself in uncomfortable situations every day Cause you have to land a meeting with the manager, the CEO, the president, or like the operations uh-huh. to just connect with them. And a lot of times it's, you know, the answer is going to be no. Right. But it's just the chance of the yes. Um, and, but, but when it, it's a yes, it does pay off, but that's the, that's the nature of the beast. The cold calling, the, the cold calls, the prospect visits, the, the appointment settings. Those are, that's Dude, the grind. That's the grind. Sales, I feel, man, you know what? I, sales just does wonders for your, like, for your, for you. You know what I mean? Like. It it could flourish you to, to the person that you are. Cause, exactly. cause people do business with the people, with the people they like. Exactly. You know? And if people just naturally like you cause you're cool and like honest and, mm-hmm. and straightforward, then they're going to want to do business with you. I feel like. Dude, like I've had the most uncomfortable sales, you know, situations Talk before. About it. Dude, I've <clears throat> sales. Let me clear my throat. <clears throat> yeah, let's get some stories in. <laughs> Dude, sales have has made me a person. Like it's literally molded who I am today. It's tested my limits. It made me um, second guess myself. It made me even like do things that I thought I would never do before. Whoa, like um, what? Like I've been disrespected in the most like nicest ways ever you know what i mean if that makes sense and like it had to have me just pause for a second like who am i and who do i want to be right now like do i want to be upset and be that guy or do i want to make a sale and fucking secure the bag you know and when you put yourself in a position where you find yourself for today versus yourself tomorrow like that's when you learn who the fuck you really are yeah dude i've had like i've had white bitches or people tell me oh my god you have such great vocabulary and i'm like Bitch, would you have said that if I was white? Like, what the fuck does that mean? Like, I have good vocabulary. I know how to fucking articulate what you're saying, and I can, you know, give you some feedback. Like, what the fuck? And in my mind, I'm like, damn, this bitch is saying that I'm fucking smart for a black guy. Like, in my mind, 
in my mind, I'm thinking like, okay, no. she just said I'm smart for a black guy in, a, in the most no. respectful way ever. But you know what I did? You goddamn right, man. Would you like to ring this out right now? I can send it over to your house. Dude, I'm telling you, man. Sales. Well, yeah. well, golly gee. Now, you listen here, partner. I will not take this type of a disrespect. There's some dang nabbit. For real. Yellow calling. <laughs> like, you know, like that kind of, like, to be honest, all right. Like, for Ricky, you're, you're talking to a white lady because honestly, right now, that's probably the only fucking demographic who's going to say some type of shit like that to you. Yeah. <laughs> Ricardo, wow, you have such great vocabulary for a brown guy. She didn't say for a brown guy or black guy to me, but I'm just making it because, right. you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But she tells you you have a, such a great vocabulary. Like, what? Tell me right now, in what in what situation would you ever tell somebody that they have a good vocabulary, unless you thought that that person came from or is a fucking retard? Uh, I would only I would only compliment them if they. We're obviously like maybe not from here. Like for example, if they're you would still you would still like so so. I mean, I've said it where like people have like talked to me in English, but you know they're you know they came from China or they you know and and they and they like specifically say, oh sorry, my English is so bad, and I go no 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 your your English is actually really oh that's just reassurance though. I'm talking about like you from America and you talking to somebody else who's from America who just looks different than you. And they told you, guess what, partner? You got some goddamn good vocabulary yeah, right there. Yeah, that's when I'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know? Come on. But yeah, man, sales, I, I think we've all done or dealt with sales. And if you haven't, you probably should. It's a learning experience. Either uh, retail or or food, I'd always food. say. Food. Food is a really... I don't know about food. Bro, waiters, waiters get some shit sometimes. Like, they... No, yeah, that's why. That's why I don't know about... If I'd want to do they though? Like, oh, you you don't know if you'd want to do it? Yeah, I mean I've done it. I you know I've uh, served and bust, but can you explain to me? Because that I, catering does not fucking count. Hey man, it's me. an experience. All right, I can put. That I was on my there. Resume. All right, it's not. The yeah, same. but I did it like two summers. I, I hooked you up with one. Oh, okay, my fucking bad. It finally comes out, huh, Shit. Anthony? What are you saying, Simon? I just need to know, like, well, okay, tell me the tell me the hardships. Like, what 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 does a, a waiter deal with that a salesperson would? It, so, it's just because I don't know. So they usually, first of all, get paid probably minimum wage, so they'd have to work hard for their tips, right? And it's discouraging when you're not tipped well, when, uh, you know, people give you these looks of like, you know, not disgust but disappointment because in retail. You 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 help out people. You help them make decisions, but you could always just be like, "Hey, let me know if you need help. Like, I gotta go help someone else." You know, when you're waiting on a family, that's your responsibility. You're you're their waiter. They they're relying on you for their food, for their order, for like um, constant you know checkup to see that they're they're being satisfied, right? Yeah. And you know, how would you feel if like you're you know constantly trying to make all these families happy? It's a rush, you know. You're super stressed and you forget something from one side of the family. Like uh, you accidentally put mayo in their their burger. See, like, well, now you do, they're just what, like, uh, you got it wrong. And then they start yeah. judging you and so, then they start giving you this type of like. That's because you got it wrong. And I for sure. Listen, if I told you my order and you got it wrong, you got it wrong. Like I'm going to like you should accept everything that comes with that. Because if I'm good at my job, if I'm if I come to your house, I'm a, I'm in sales, and I'm just trying to, and I'm really trying to just correlate the two. If I'm in sales and you bought something, I deliver to your house, and it's the wrong thing, you're gonna be just as pissed as the person who got the wrong sandwich, right? Yeah, yeah. If you don't deliver, it's not sales though. That's delivery. Okay, but but I <laughs> think it's DiGiorno, motherfucker. <laughs> to to your point though, is the reason I would avoid. I personally would avoid the waiter. Or yeah, the food the, industry. The food industry. Yeah. I mean, not to bag on them. You know, I respect the waiters and waitresses and hosts and busboys mm-hmm. and girls out there. Um, it's a hard job, but yeah. the reason I wouldn't is because it's all based on the other person's experience. Yeah. And a lot of times, people have preference, their own preferences on their food. You know, I feel it. Like some people don't like it to touch. I hate it when my food touch, but hey, it is what it is, right? You really hate it when your food touches. I fucking hate that shit. Wait, when you, somebody touches my food? No, I don't. I I like. You, you know, talking about like if the meat touches the mashed potato? No, nah, not like that. I'm okay, not I'm anal about, about it, but I do <laughs> prefer my sections. Oh yeah, 
in, so in you my want plate, options. on my plate. Exactly. Choices. Exactly. Just separated. <laughs> no, but no, but really, you don't you don't like your food touching? I prefer them not to touch. That's interesting. He wants that palate to be fucking clean. Yeah. I, I really don't care. I actually like it when my food mixes. Okay, this guy's fucking weird. <laughs> I that's honestly that is weird about me. Like like I could just mix shit and it'd be okay. I need to ask. I'm gonna go on a super segue here. What is the weirdest food combination that you've ever had? On the spot, go. Hot Cheeto cream cheese. That is not weird. That is actually really good, but nacho cheese is better. It's kind of weird. Have you tried it with the nacho cheese? Yes. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> it's delicious. Dude, have you guys tried syrup and eggs? Syrup and eggs? Yeah, yeah, yeah I love ketchup yeah. on my eggs, too. Mm-hmm, that's like ketchup weird. on eggs is normal, normal. Man. is it okay yeah, that's every day but like you know like like <laughs> when you you have pancakes and syrup and you have eggs on the side yeah. and then, you know you drip drips, you know you yeah. drizzle all over the the pancakes you jizz on your excuse pancakes. me I said, I said drizzle family show? Not jizzle drizzle and like it gets on the eggs you're like god damn that shit's gonna be sweet and then mm. you eat it you're like damn that's not that bad mm-hmm. okay anthony what's the weirdest combination i can't think of a weird combination um Wrong. It's banana ketchup and whatever you eat in the morning. Spam and rice. <laughs> banana, banana ketchup. ketchup. <laughs> what is banana ketchup? Oh, you don't know about that Jew frame? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, Someone get this guy on, dude. Right, I'll put you on, banana man. Banana ketchup? Oh, I got you. It's I a, got you. It's a Filipino delicacy, bro. So you know how, how ketchup is made out shit. of tomatoes? Yeah, no, don't tell me this shit's made out of bananas. Shit is bananas. That's fucking banana. Hey, do you beat me to it? Fuck it. You peeling me? <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Kay. No, like just just to close loop. Like <laughs> that was a little bit of a segue. Just to kind of go back <laughs> to what we were talking about. That's fucking really weird though. But I'm gonna have to try that out. Hey, I got um, you. It's delicious. I, every time I go to a restaurant, I always have like I always tip, even if I have a bad experience. That's just personally me. But the amount of tip that you're going to get is always going to be smaller than what I would have given. So, like, you're always going to get a tip if you serve me. Shit, if you look good, you can even get... No, I'm just playing. Um, Shit. <laughs> but, yeah, I feel like, you know, tip your waiters. It, it's definitely a hard... Definitely a hard... It is a lot more... You have to earn it a lot harder than you would in sales. Like, getting that commission. You know, you're already getting paid. It's just on top of it. But, yeah, definitely I'm waiters. Just, I'm just saying both of them give you tough skin. And like yeah. help you grow, you know. So Choose glad. one or the other. My little sister's going through retail right now, and she comes home like, "Oh my god, I fucking hate it." And I'm like, <laughs> "I'm like, yeah, yeah." Welcome to the grind. Welcome, welcome to Start the grind. cracking your knuckles, just like, yeah, just, uh, I'm gonna wake you up at five in the morning. Sheesh. <laughs> She's not down. <laughs> all right, all right. I've definitely had some bad retail experiences too. Just like people, like trying me but i can't do shit because i'm at work you know they're just like oh and who do you think i am and i'm like dude i don't care and it's just like let me talk to your manager i'm like just to go talk to him dude my favorite thing to do is like when people are popping off on me when i can't do anything because best believe shit you catch me on the off day you about to get slipped um sorry about that that was a little um i always tell them like like who are you mad at like i'm i always tell like dude i'll tell people straight up hey dude i just work here like what do you what are you mad about? I work here. Like I'm literally trying to help you. If you don't yeah. want, if you don't That's want what you my help, tell them, like, dude, hey, like, I'm trying to help you. You got to put people in place in the most respectful, professional way, without any curse words or any, you know, hands or anything. Just more of, hey, dude, like, what the fuck are you mad at me for, dude? Like I'm yeah. trying to help you, bro. It's an art. It is. I think de-escalating is definitely an art to have. Like you know, it's not something that it's it's easy to escalate because you don't really escalate when you it's. You can escalate things without even trying, you know? Oh, yeah. No, escalating. Escalating Insta- Instigating, easy. like, sh- easy. Easy. I but do it every day. De-escalating is, like, it's a skill. Like, and honestly, I'd like to say I'm pretty well-versed in it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What's the, what's the most, like, biggest Why? de-escalation you've Why? had? Why? I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to, I have a lot of stories where I've de-escalated and I don't really want to share them because it makes me look a little bitch, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Uh, but I can tell you why I de-escalate because it's probably the smartest thing you can do. Like not having to fight a battle. Okay, winning a battle without having to fight it is probably the smartest and most efficient thing you can do ever. Mm. Right? If I can literally like end something without any effort and sometimes it's just not doing anything at all or not reacting like, dude, that shit, it's simple, but it's hard. Very hard at the no, same yeah. time. I feel Very like hard. That eats me up sometimes because like, I think about the things I either could have said. I think about just what what would have happened if I just checked, you know, just smacked them real quick. Yeah. 
just because they deserved it. And then, or if I just let it go, which, yeah, I feel you. It's sometimes it's the easier, sometimes it's the best, yeah. or sometimes it's the hardest, but it's always the best. The escalation, man, you got, you know, it's key factor in health, wealth, and the best version of you. <laughs> Whatever. Honestly, honestly yeah. it is, though. I mean, I guess to just wrap it up on that, retail, waiting. You got to just do your time. Yeah. Do your service. We're going to for the dollars. Speaking of dollars, I got a question for you guys Mm. and our listeners. Let's say, you know, um, you're a breakfast guy. So you go to a donut shop, right? Uh Uh-huh. And you're trying to buy your team because you're going to work. You're trying to buy your team some donuts for the morning. Mm -hmm. And while you're in line... um, uh, another person comes in, comes in. Um, let's say that person's there first, and then they they start ordering. But matter of fact, they're just ask actually asking for a donut. Okay. Uh, they don't have any money, and the 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 late the donut owners or the store keepers are just like, yeah, you gotta go. Um, and then that person turns to you and says, hey, can you buy me a donut? Hmm. I'm buying him a donut. Yeah, why not? I feel like everything is like, dude, I always do whatever I would want. Like, dude, if I forgot my wallet, if shit, I was homeless, it don't matter. Like, I would I would want somebody to buy me a donut if I didn't have it. Now, how many times would you do that? Every time? What do you mean? If it's a different person? Let's say every time. Let's say you go to the donut shop twice a week. Uh-huh. But then... Every time you go, it's not that person, but a different one. Damn, like, this is a scheme then. Yeah, it's got to be a scheme. <laughs> Shit, I'll start guessing. But I mean, to be honest, I don't know. Like, first time come, yeah. Uh, this shit happens too many times. Shit, I don't know. I mean, I think out of the goodness of my heart, I would hope that the second time that I want a donut and I don't have my wallet, that somebody would take care of me. See, Simon, the, the thing is, though, you mentioned, like, if you were hungry, you wish someone would, like, help you and hook you up right and that's totally fine i just don't like as much as i would like that too i don't see myself like if i go somewhere and i and i'm about to pay for something and i realize you know i don't have my money or something i'm not the type of person to be like yo can you buy me this like you know like i don't i wouldn't ask somebody to do that for me if they offered I'd be like, yo, that's so cool. Like, give me your give me your number. Like, I'll Venmo you. I'll do something. I'll yeah. pay you back, right? Like, I'd never... Like, unless I was truly struggling. Like, let's say I was, like, really fucking starving. Just, like, I didn't have any money. I was, like, dead. Just, like, like I'm, I need something to eat to survive. Maybe then I'd be like, yo, you know, could you please... Like, I'm in this, like, horrible position. Please. And I know that if I was in that position, I'd obviously be asking for a reason. So that's why if somebody asks me, I'm more likely to help them because the the fact that you're asking me for this means that either you're in a, a horrible position where you can't, you have to ask me. And like just off of that alone, I'm more inclined to help you. I've- so, but if it's multiple times, then I'd have to start asking more questions. Yeah, you know, I'll buy this for you, but, you know, talk to me real quick. Like, you know, what's going on? Why are you in this position? You know, is there a way I can help you? Are you out of a job? Maybe I can, you know, help you, you get a job. You would take the time to try to get to know them. Hey, if I'm... I want to know, like, I'm, honestly, like, like, like you really are going to sit there instead of just giving this person the money, you're going to ask him about his job and... Well, like I said, if it happens a lot, like, more than once in the same shop, like Anthony was saying... Uh-huh. You know, then like something's going on. It's got to be diff- if it's the same person. Definitely. If they ask me for, for and I see that they're like if they're homeless or something, you know, I'm, I'll just talk them up and be like, you know, instead of just giving you money, like, what's up? Like, yo, like, like, who are you? You know, they're people, too. Yeah. We shouldn't true. just tr- not treat them like people. You know, they're just people that are, you know, less fortunate. I feel it. So hey, that's, some, that's some gems, man. That, does, hey. that doesn't make them less human. You feel me? Like when I see homeless people, I don't try to avoid eye contact. You know, I look at them. If they ask me for money and I have no cash, I'm going to be like, sorry, I can't. Like, I don't have any money, you know, and you just look at them. And, and sometimes they appreciate that. 
Side note, I don't know why people are so weird about making eye contact. It's a very intimate thing. Plus, it's very intimidating for some people. I don't know if you've ever been, like, some some people out there are really just hustlers. So if you make that eye contact, you're hooked. True. Like, some some pimps are able to pimp because their hoes made the eye contact. True. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a powerful thing. Dude, eye contact eye contact is super oh, powerful. Look, eye contact is one thing, but like game, you know, the 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 art of the con is more in in how persuasive you are with your words. Now, eye contact could just be a thing. Like, if I make eye contact and I don't want to keep talking with them, I could just I have that choice to be like no and keep walking. You feel me? Like that one time we were walking in San, in San Francisco and we got stopped by those hoes trying to trying to get us to him and I was like no let's keep walking and then we saw that pimp and he it was crazy you remember talk that? about it man well that's a good <laughs> you no, can't just stop that there was the story what you mean you saw the pimp and that was crazy well, what what did pimp do to you guys not Doing to us finish. he was just checking his girls and I oh, was yeah. like uh, should we do something like, uh, no they're working they're working they're good and I was just like Damn. <laughs> we're just not interested. <laughs> Yeah, it was crazy, but I don't know. I feel like some people they can't eye contact is a very it's a very like like Aunt mentioned it's it's very not intimate in the sense of oh I you know oh I love you it's more of intimate like or some, what's the word it's like, more like it's a connection it's it's a real connection it's because connection. when you when you lock eyes with someone whether it's in a business meeting whether it's at a date whether it's just you know think about it even right? with animals dude true. True. Think about it. Think about it. Right. You're walking. You're walking down the street and somebody's locking eyes on you like beef. Like, oh, fuck this fool. You lock eye. As soon as you lock eyes on this person who really you know has it out for you, you've just you've just started the whole. You've what engaged, the fuck are you man. looking at? You're right? engaged already. Right. Like you've just by locking eyes, you have <laughs> just now signed a contract that we got beef. Some, that's how it really be. Maybe no, the, the maybe thing, that's not what you're trying to put out. Maybe that's not what you're they doing. They got beef with me. Exactly. I'm chilling. Understood. But at the end of the day, now you got a problem whether you want it or not just because you locked eyes. So like what I'm trying to say is like locking eyes. The reason why some people have an issue locking eyes is because some people don't want to talk to people. Some people don't want to. And that's how do you know that you're attentive and that you want to you really are willing to have a conversation or, you know, do something with someone else is when I'm looking at you. Right. Sometimes it's not even that. Sometimes it's just acknowledgement. You feel me? Like, like if I'm at work and I'm walking past, you know, there's so many people in my building, you know, it's decent, decency, common decency just to when you're passing by someone, you know, hey, not of, not of, 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 not necessarily of approval, but of, not of acceptance, but of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's. It's more just like you, we both exist, and hey, I see. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just like when, like, yeah, I it's get an that. affirmation. Affirmation. I like so it. it's just like, okay, hey, like, hey, like, hi. That's it. We don't got to go deep into it. We don't have to converse. We don't have to stop what we're doing. Uh huh. But just like, no, like, hey, I'm in this building too. You know, I'm on the same floor as you. Uh-huh. You know, we might see each other more. See, just know that that I that I notice you. And you notice me. That's how honestly. And that's, that's, that to me is respect. What you just said is exactly how like my work is. Like honestly, like I'm that guy. I walk around. Hey, what's up? How you doing? Right. How's everything? And like some people, they just walk. They walk straight and they don't look. Exactly. Like we'll be in a hallway and there's only two people. Exactly. Bitch, you gonna notice me and I'm gonna notice you. But we choose. And honestly, I've been a victim of it too, where we just choose not to and we just walk. And sometimes yes. I'm like, you know, we do it all the time. We do it all the time. But but think about that. Why? That's the, the power of. The eye lock is we both want to get to. We don't want to do that. So we know that as soon as we do, it becomes a mutual understanding of some type of connection we're about to have, whether it be just a wave or a you know, conversation. Like that's why it's so powerful. Like that's why some people really can't do it. They don't have the will or they don't have the need or the want. You know, like it, it's, it's a hard thing to do. Dude, my mom used to. It, my mom beat the fuck out of me <laughs> until I started to look her in her eyes. Look me in my eyes. And I, I used to be like, no, yeah. I, I would look down. Like, because, you know, like, <laughs> Ricky's laughing right now because he knows exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> like, my mom beat 
the look into her eyes. You know what I mean? Like, no offense. I love you, mother. If you, if you, if you're listening. But yeah, man, that, a eye contact is a super powerful thing. Um, if you can do it, more power to you. I think you know. But if you, and that's what I'm trying to say. Like, I think more people should. If you're listening to this and you're the type to avoid eye contact, I say, you know what? Get comfortable being uncomfortable. I feel like that's been kind of a thing of today's episode. It's like being uncomfortable helps you grow. Helps you really just like, you know, it it puts you in a situation where you have to now make decisions that. That will end up benefiting you, I feel, later on. Because exactly. you deal with other types of situations and scenarios, right? And that's just something that, you know, I wanted to go out. I wanted to bring up with this tangent that I brought up. And that's just, you know, get uncomfortable. But, spe- like, especially look people in their eyes. Yep. Especially if you're a minority, uh, a woman, you know. Eye contact is, as everyone said, powerful. Yep. You know, it can be intimidating. Those were the words that were being used, right? It could be, you know, it could be scary just having to, like, like see someone. But, hey, acknowledgement. That was the word I was looking for. God damn it, I found it. Acknowledgement. I acknowledge you. You acknowledge me. We acknowledge each other that we both coexist here. And that's going to lead to respect. I I believe more respect. Mm -hmm. It could lead to better possibilities, opportunities. Because it's usually the people that actually look you in the eye and acknowledge you that are usually the ones that end up getting noticed by everybody and move up in the world. True. Every CEO that I've encountered, every type of like high ranking, you know, leader or role, they always look at you. They always say something, you know. They always like they're not afraid to small talk. They're not afraid to converse. They're not afraid to to just like like stop and talk for a quick second. Yeah. Some of them are really busy and might not be able to. But you know what? Somehow they always do. That's what I noticed. A lot of them are never too busy. I feel like you can't always be uncomfortable. Uh, uh, Like being uncomfortable is such a temporary thing because you're only uncomfortable until you're comfortable. Right. So what yeah. believe me, I have an, an end game on this. Like, right. We're talking about like people who are scared of eye contact or um, scared of confrontation or whatever that may be. Like you're uncomfortable. If you're uncomfortable with looking people in the eye, like as soon as you are, you're not. If that makes any sense. What does that even mean? You know, Kobe Bryant? fucking no, man. Mike Tyson used to say that um, when he gets in the ring, he would just stare down his opponent. And the moment his opponent looks away, that's how he knows he's gonna win. Yeah, dude. That's the power of the, honestly, that's the power I'm of the eyes, dude. Really happy you said that because that brings me to another point. Whenever I see somebody staring at me, like for any reason, right? I'm all. I will always look back at you until you look away. Like I don't know. I'm really fucking weird. Like, and I've had like I've met some of my closest friends because of that. Like, I'm the guy that looks away. Like we make contact, all right, and then I look cool. Nah, dude. Like when I notice somebody noticing me, I'm gonna notice you harder. That's just the way I see it. <laughs> that's, that, that's probably your mom's lesson, huh? Shit, she beat the shit. She, <laughs> she beat the look at me into me. <laughs> For real. Hey, shout out to my mama, shout dude. Shout out to her, man. Shout out to that's... moms. <laughs> that's hella funny. Yeah, dude, honestly, you know, whenever I have a conversation, I try to make it like a look in the eye conversation because it just, it's, it, it, there's so much depth into it it just adds so much to everything whenever you're making eye contact if you're talking to your girl you make an eye contact if you're talking to your boss because you want a promotion it shows you want it and that's what it really is like to look somebody in the eye when you're having a conversation it means like you want to have it so hey if you out there closing your eyes when you're speaking open (laughs) how you say open in spanish abre 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 Okay. Okay. Real quick, I just wanna I wanna put this out. I think we're getting close to the hour mark. But yes, something sir. else that happened this week was that Young Jock, uh, the rapper, was put on blast because he was recorded by some women that got into his Uber. Pretty much, he's actually it was a different type of company. It's called Pull Up and Go, but it, it's a Uber type of company. And they were asking him like, "So did you fall off? Like, why are you driving Uber? Blah blah blah." And he's and he was just explaining like, hey, it's a side like he's like, hey, it's easy money. So this kind of just brought up a conversation. Um, 
I, I actually heard it on the Breakfast Club, but I thought it was something interesting that I wanted to bring up here. And that's, you know, are there any side hustles that you might have been ashamed of, you know, that you've had to do or anything crazy like that? Um, well, for me, first of all, shout out to Young Jock because he, his net worth is actually eight million Whew. and he's still grinding. Whew. More um, than me. Right. <laughs> so um, to that point, um, I've never had any hustles that I was ashamed of, though there are many. And um, the reason I'm not ashamed of them is because they're they're the hustle. I don't think you should knock the grind regardless of how you get it. I agree. I mean, I feel like today, like you have even girls who are just sitting here on fucking Twitter, Instagram, fucking selling pictures of themselves. I can't knock them because guess what? They paying their rent with that shit. You know They're what I mean? Eating, yeah. Like at the end of the day, they have one goal. If you have a goal for something, like I'm doing this because of this and it's that is coming back, then what the fuck can I knock you for? Right? I mean, there's bitches out there and by bitches I mean literally, you know, pimp bitches who are fucking for money. But at the end of the day, like there's people who are out there who have a real job and still can't pay their mortgage or their rent. So I agree. I don't think you can knock a hustle. You mean like sex workers? I think how you get it is how you get it. Yeah. As long as you do, and if you have a reason for doing so, like, I can't knock you. Like, I mean, you've, like, I don't know. I don't even know why anybody can even feel like they have the, you know, the authority to knock someone who's just trying to get theirs. Mm -hmm. You know, like, okay, young jock is driving a fucking Uber. That's fine. He could be driving a fucking bike around. Like, he's he's trying to make money. Or yeah. Like, what are we upset about? Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. like I don't know. I, I'm not. I'm not with the whole. Not. I don't. I don't have a shit like a a hustle that mm -hmm. I'm ashamed of. Um, mm -hmm. No, man. Like, and even if I did, I probably wouldn't be ashamed of it. Mm -hmm. What about you? Uh, I've personally not had a job that I was ashamed of or a side hustle that I was ashamed of. I never felt embarrassed by anything. Um, some real ass shit right but there. I do think that there is some things that you know sometimes people got to do and it's like I'm try I'm just trying to get this bag you know uh, one of the callers on on the breakfast club said that he used to breed dogs and sometimes you had to excite the male dog nah hell nah so <laughs> literally no way whack off like 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 try to like you know like <laughs> pause yeah and I was just like Wow. So you know sometimes. Yeah, yeah. There's some embarrassing. There are some shit. I just feel you it's can... only embarrassing if it, people know. You know what I mean? Just don't talk about it. <laughs> that's the key, man. Hey, hey. Honestly though, if you have that's, an embarrassing, that's sex work. No, <laughs> for sure that's sex work. <laughs> but honestly, if any if any of the listeners out there have embarrassing, uh, you know side hustle stories that they want to share please please send them to us either on twitter instagram at we the basement facebook.com forward slash we the basement if you want to be anonymous tell us you want to be anonymous we will <laughs> we will not mention your handle anything like that but nah, but won't. if you feel like you had an embarrassing side hustle any type of embarrassing side hustle something you're just embarrassed about or ashamed of or anything like that let us know we want to know yeah let us know <laughs> let's do it yeah all right and i think it's uh it's about it time is for that, that time? What, what is it it's some time. stinks in here <laughs> the fuck is that smell it's time for this week's shit show of the week i want to give this week's shit show of the week to the alameda sheriff's office if you have not heard, well, you know, Bay Area is getting crazy. House Housing prices are getting wild. There was recently a uh, sheriff's office called to evicting a group of women who have occupied a home in Oakland for the past few months. And what really bothers me about this story is that this sheriff's office decided to come to evict these women with SWAT teams, I'm talking armed to the teeth. They got combat vehicles. And for what? Because some lady can't afford these housing prices that have skyrocketed due to gentrification amongst 
so much more from all these companies moving to the Silicon Valley. I just don't think it's necessary to apply this kind of force to a woman. You know, you know, maybe it's not right for her to be there. You're right. But when you have to bring people with guns in a situation where a, a person is defenseless, I just think it's gotten to the point where we we're we're getting to a point where it's overkill. It's overkill. For sure it's overkill. Yeah, it's it's brute force. It's it's unnecessary. It's just there's no reason for them to be coming at five o'clock in the morning with automatic rifles trying to legit just like force these people out. Like I agree. There's P- gotta be a better way. PSA. Come- all policemen need to go work in retail so they can learn the skill of de-escalation. For real. <laughs> Side note, that's Very that's what point. needs to happen, man. It just seems like, yeah, that's 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 out of this world. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like it would help a lot if they weren't so trigger happy. You know, yeah. guns being the answer. Oh, already, like. I feel it. Yeah. So, Alameda County Office, I want to give you this week's. <laughs> Shit show of the week. Stanky asses. And now it's time for this week's shout out of the week. Shout out of the week. Shout out of the week. This week's shout out of the week goes to the one, the only, the legend. Wait for it. Dairy, Joe. Burrow. Yes. To Joe Burrow. Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know about Joe Burrow, where you been? Because Joe Burrow just won the college national championship with the LSU Tigers. He is the star quarterback, the number one uh, draft pick we are assuming. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. We are imagining. But yeah, he's the projected number one draft pick. For the next draft. And he is a monster. He went in this season and broke records. Just to give you a little stats here. This year, he attempted 527 passes, completing 402 of them. That's a 76.3 completion rate for 5,671 yards. Wild. Damn. He was... He only got six interceptions and 60 touchdowns. Dude, that see, you know what? Like what I take from it, because we're not just talking about like I think the this shout out of the week goes a little bit deeper than just him being a good football player. It goes into like mastering his craft and like what he's been able to do with it. He's literally redefined what it is to be great as a college football. I think Joe Burrow is probably going to be one of the most like highest anticipated like draft option into the nfl ever so um learn it master it and be joe burrow have faith in yourself honestly because this man actually transferred to lsu from ohio state where he didn't get any playing time almost because they didn't believe in him but he believed in himself and he decided to go somewhere else where you know People thought it's not as good of a school, but guess what? He led them to a championship on his back. He was the Heisman Trophy winner, breaking records of the most touchdown passes in a season. He holds the record for most touchdowns responsible for in a season. He also, um, I think, came back from like the, if I'm not mistaken, like the... The, like he scored the most touchdowns in a game. Sorry, that one's not that that known for sure, but the other ones are, and he has the all time most all time passer rating, and total combined yards in a national title game. This man is a beast, and just proves to to him to himself and to others that if you believe in yourself and you work hard, man, you'll get there. Absolutely, honestly. Shout out to Joe Burrow. Shout out to Joe Burrow, man. America's hero. Damn. The one and only. You are this week's. Shout out of the week. Shout out of the week. Shout out of the week. 
And last but not least, we're going to leave you off with some words of wisdom. Let's start it off with Simon. I think this whole episode, we've kind of been talking about how important it is to make eye contact with people um, and how it is, how, how impactful that is. But I think we need to not ever forget that the only and the most important person we need to lock eyes with is ourselves every single day and make sure that, you know, we shit, that's a real gem. Just, you know, make sure we all on the same page with ourselves. We going where we going, when we want to go and how we want to go. Nice. Thank you. Ricky. Go ahead. So what I what I want to say is, you know, when it comes to employment, life, anything, don't be too comfortable. Discover yourself, try new things, and see what you can achieve. Wow. And to our listeners, I want to leave you off with this. All progress takes place outside the comfort zone. So tune in again next week because we out. Peace. Later.